2: Back at you. It's Monday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. He has made it back alive. No Tiger or Mike Tyson or Tattoo Punch. Elijah Herbal returns. I, d- I did almost get in a fight with a fighter, though. I, will we, will we <laughs> save it. We will get there in a moment.
0: He not, was not really fr- that close. But we'll he, get he,
2: he was frightened with your mustache and, and backed away. Because clearly there's no training for that. But uh, good to be with you. We have so much to get caught up on. Husker basketball, Husker baseball, NFL Combine, Coach Rule, Thomas Fedoni, and of course Chief Borders all spent time with the media earlier today. We'll hear from those fellas. And uh, man, uh, just uh, a ton to get to. It's a good week at State Basketball coming up Wednesday. As the boys' tournament descends on Lincoln at PBA and the Avanti Center. So excited for that. Uh, You can get in, 489-1240, 489-1240. And uh, can email the show, chris at halevarsity.com. You're invited to watch as well as listen on the stream. The Hale Varsity YouTube channel can go there for your Matt Rule presser as well as Thomas Fedoni. And uh, Chief Borders, the Hale Varsity Twitter radio handle also streams the show at HVarsity Radio and uh, KFOR Facebook and Twitter as well. So we'll also get to Dylan Riola news. He was in La La Land over the weekend. How did that shake out? But I put it to you. Who had the better weekend? You, as a Nebraska fan, wrestling finishing third, baseball going two and one. Didn't wasn't so great early against Ole Miss, but you beat Vandy, so that's all good. You go two and one. You whacked the McCaffreys in Iowa, eighty-one seventy-seven. We'll hear from Fred Hoiberg in a moment, or. Did Elijah Herbal have a better weekend than most of Husker Nation? So I, I will let you explain yourself about you almost becoming a ultimate fighting champion, or at least an ultimate fighter. Did you please tell me please you put money line money down on Nebraska to win outright? On basketball? On basketball. I was going to. I was going to, <laughs> I was going to was,
0: but I couldn't find my wallet. No, the problem was, was by the time that game was ending, I was already off the strip headed towards the airport. Ah. So I, timing I, I wasn't going to have a chance she, to get back. But I, I looked at the line the night before, and I'm like. Double digits, wasn't it? 11 and a half for yeah. Iowa with a total of 153. And I'm like, man, if I was here another day, I would have parlayed Nebraska money line with the over and see sure. how much money I could have gotten. And it would have been a great bet. Ba- I literally even mentioned it to my buddy Brian that night. I said, that's a terrible line. Like I'd, I'd bet Nebraska money line <laughs> let's, on that. Let's
2: just do money line right here. Throw it on the big red because it's only been eleven years since they've won in Iowa City, and you were ready to do it. You were ready to no. put a fifteen out on that, and the return would have been what? Well, lots, I, lots of buffet or more time at the juice bar.
0: Well, the, the problem was was the uh, the sports book that we did stop by. I, I didn't make any sports bets this weekend, and we'll get into the reason why here. Oh. Um, so if you put down a two hundred dollar bet on anything, it gave you four free drink tickets, and that's what I was looking at because <laughs> Modelo's at the sportsbook were fourteen dollars a pop, a twelve ounce Modelo. Was Modella, it an extra two fifty for a lime? Uh, no they didn't charge you for the lime thank god they but can't. but after one Modelo, i went i'm not doing that anymore so then i looked at that deal and i said four drinks for two dollars i said i don't want to waste two hundred dollars on something Give me a mccormick's and water now you yeah, know so i ended up not spending all that much time with the sports book because you know if you're at a blackjack table they'll just bring you the drink for free mm-hmm. so did i learned you that lesson the...
2: early <laughs> did you lose your backside did you break even did you win
0: the weekend started great. Don't ask me about the rest of the weekend. Whenever I was playing... Common story, I hear. Uh, well, uh, like two blocks off this strip, there was $10 Blackjack games. Okay. It's doing really, really well there. I even texted you about that on Friday yeah. night. I was doing really well out there. And then uh, we moved back to the strip where the uh, Blackjack games were $50 minimums. And uh, turns out the money that you, you made on the $10 games goes away pretty quickly on $50 mm-hmm. games. I was sitting there thinking, man, I can make money five times as fast. And it turns out you can also lose it five times mm. as fast. So uh, a great Friday night. Uh, Saturday we had the uh, the UFC fights, and I, I briefly ran into both Jamal Murray, uh, sure. point guard for the Nuggets, saw him, said what up. He ran into you. Yes, he ran into me. And then uh, I also got absolutely mean mugged by Daniel Cormier. As, for what? Uh, he was – like your so mustache? We were trying to get back to our hotel. And we took the wrong route through. We ended up at the Uber pickup, so we had to turn around and go back through like the double doors into the casino. And who's walking out through the same doors that I'm trying to walk in? But Daniel Cormier, I didn't even recognize him for a second, but I was totally in his way. And uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize it was him because he's wearing like this low hoodie. I'm sure he's trying to walk through this casino, not get recognized on the night that his arch nemesis ended up winning the UFC uh, heavyweight championship. have a feeling he probably didn't want to talk to anybody and deal with people. And uh, he looks up at me because I'm in his way, and I go, Oh, that's Daniel Cormier right there, and he gives me the ultimate mean Wait, mug of like, "Shut a, up! Don't talk to me. Don't ask for anything. I'm gonna hop in my Uber and get the hell out of here. Don't talk to me."
2: He mean mugged me, and let me tell you what, why. Why does he not? Why does he not have a, a, an SUV or a limo waiting? Why is he having to Uber? I don't know,
0: but that's where he he's walking
2: to the Uber pickup. It seemed to
0: be with. Uh, his wife and maybe his kids ah. that's what the uh, the vibe looked like and it seemed like a don't mess with me and my family right now i'm just trying to get my home kids are screaming
2: <laughs> my wife's mad at me yeah it's one so, of
0: those so daniel cormier mean mugged me jamal murray was much nicer i just gave him a little go nuggets and he gave me a little nod of acknowledgement we mm-hmm. moved on and <laughs> it, it, the, the who's who is there at ufc and what's fun is they're all sitting court side seats and to go get concessions they have to walk up to the concourse
2: right. amongst so, the common well, amongst folk. the
0: common folks so uh, you got to run into a, a couple celebrities at ufc who? which is fun uh, you wouldn't know. There's a lot of That's UFC code fighters. code for old. No a, lot, no, a lot of UFC fighters and uh, former UFC fighters okay, that just right. make the rounds around there. So would you know the name Maurice Green? No. No. no I like uh, the
2: name Maurice, though.
0: No, he was uh, right next to me at the urinals in the bathroom. So,
2: <laughs> Did he pull a DJ Durkin and cozy up right next to you? No, we did there's not. There's <laughs> 75 stalls in one of the McCormick Place in Big Ten Media days before Durkin got whacked. And uh, I'm at the end stall. And... Here comes Durkin. Is There's 30 to pick from, and he cozies right up. Hey, how are you? Good, Coach. Thanks for stopping by Radio Row. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't. Uh, but, yeah. But, no, I get you. I get you.
0: But, all in all, a very, very good weekend in uh, in Vegas for Elijah Herbal, and I won't be going back anytime soon, but maybe later in life. <laughs>
2: good. Done. We'll, uh, we'll make it happen. That'll be good. So, Elijah made a strong case for a good weekend. Fred in Nebraska basketball making a loud case for... Dare I say, a good season? 16 and 15, 9 and 10 in the Big Ten. What could have been if you play a second half against Michigan State? What could have been if you hang on against Purdue? I mean, this team, and Elijah, you said it before the show dangerous with a capital D. Now, I'm still a little leery and weary of Minnesota, beating them a third time because of their their length and their size and their athleticism. I know they're a nine-win team, but crazy things happen in the Big Ten tournament. Nebraska historically not a great squad in Big Ten, Big 12, Big 8 tournament. Just things can go haywire. That's not to take away from from yesterday as Nebraska downs Iowa 81-77. You had a boatload of guys in double figures. You had 18 bench points. You were exquisite from three-point lane. You shot 53%, 58% overall, 19 assists on 31 field goals. The only reason Iowa didn't get blown out, 51 points off of second chance, offensive rebound, or turnovers. But Nebraska survived that. Their defense, good enough. Iowa did not shoot well, 36%, 32% from three. And Nebraska answered Iowa runs Iowa came back of course after Nebraska was up 18 to 9 and it was kind of a seesaw deal Nebraska, their defense held Iowa without a field goal the final six minutes. There was a C.J. Wilcher sighting; He scored seven straight to answer a run. Sammy Hoiberg earned his allowance, hit a big-time three. Sam Hoiberg's been incredible for this team. Another huge defensive play down the stretch. Was it a charge? It was absolutely not, but it was the same official. (laughs) Yes. It was the same official that got stared down by Fran McCaffrey against Michigan State. And Twitter always wins because – The fake email, or I should say the fake Twitter account of said referee says, I always have a long memory, Fran, and that official made the charge call. It was awful, and and Sammy had his right Adidas up in the air. He was not set, but there was so much crap that was and wasn't called. I mean, Derek Walker got flogged repeatedly on his way to the rim. Okay? Not and he doesn't bitch a lot, but but Walker got bumped and bit and hit a lot of times to the rim and and there was no whistle and and for him to say something and he did about two or three times. Didn't let it affect him getting back on defense, but he was ticked off about it. And then there were some anticipation phantom whistles for these and ones Iowa had. I think four or five and ones, two of which were from three-point land. So it all evened out. Nebraska banked a lot of bad home-cooking anticipation phantom whistle calls, and you turn that bad boy back in for a charge in that moment on senior night in under a minute to go. That never happens. That said, Nebraska built a four-point lead, and were making plays down the stretch. Well, Nebraska had a lead down the stretch despite the fact that they didn't get a good game from Casey. They got an they got double digits and they got they got 5 and 9 efficiency. But what they didn't get was was Casey three in February. No, they 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 got 3 point shooting from everybody else. Jamarcus Lawrence was great. Nebraska's offense won them this game. Nebraska's start won them this game and Nebraska's poise towards the end, staying focused despite and it wasn't like the worst officiated game. But it's still on the road at Carver Hawkeye. you got to overcome. And, and Nebraska did that. Well, the, the bench, Breidenbach hit A3 finally after taking him. Uh, but but he was good getting to the rim. And, and Hoyberg. he had 18 bench points there. Damn near a triple-double from Derek Walker. I know, and it was, I mean, I don't want to say quiet, but it kind of was. He just kind of did his thing. And, no, I mean, if, I'm, and then Sam Greasel. The other thing, too, is you only had two combined points from from Kisei. And, and, uh, and Sammy Griesel in the second half. That's it. So Nebraska got contributions from everybody. You're smiling about this basketball team. And they got a chance to continue to, to, to be dangerous in Chicago. Uh, listen, you have a chance to beat Minnesota for a third time. You have a chance to, to beat Maryland, which I don't love that matchup, but you've done it. You've at least split with them. And then you've got Indiana looming, and let's be honest—you you kept Iowa out of the double bye. You have a three-game winning streak against Iowa, two in hoops and one in football. That's a win. You beat Creighton. You've beaten Wisconsin. You've swept Iowa.
0: First time since Nebraska's joined the Big Ten that they've gone three and zero against Iowa in football and basketball in a year. First time since you joined the Big Ten. So, who, who would have thought if you had said that six months ago? Who would have thought that this would be the year?
2: How about eight weeks ago, <laughs> even eight weeks ago, sure. Eight weeks ago. Well,
0: thank God that Patrick McCaffrey for Iowa decided that he cared more about showing up the commentary booth than he did about going and winning a basketball game because he starts out the game on fire, says he's going to get five, gets his five, and from there on out, he's, I think, one of four from three from that point on. Like, there was a a noted switch after he got those five, so uh, that's that's a win for Nebraska. That guy's... Didn't seem to me like his priorities in the right place whenever you care more about flashing five threes at the commentary booth because they told you you couldn't do it. Didn't care about getting a win on senior night, though.
2: Well, Murray, Murray was off, and uh, Nebraska bothered him enough. You'll take it and run. Iowa, I would argue had the best win in conference and the best win on the road. They, they just drilled Indiana by 23 on the road. Indiana's been incredible. And for Nebraska to go in and get the start they did and then hold on like they did is impressive. Let's hear from Fred real quick. His reaction yesterday, post-game presser uh, with the win and uh, a chance for Nebraska to keep playing beyond Chicago. You're now 16-15. and
1: Well, I, yeah, I, I didn't know if we would get another rebound there for a while. i like, just throw it up. That was our best offense, just get it up on the rim and then go fetch it and then kick it out for a three. And, you know, that uh, first five minutes of the second half, they got everything. Uh, finally, down the stretch, we made a little contact. You know, it was almost like after talking about it at length going into this game of how good of an offensive rebounding team this is, we were almost surprised. We turned and they were right by us, and that's where they got all those second chance opportunities. And then the turnovers as well. Sorry guys, I can't see anymore. Uh, how many? 21-10 points after ours. Yeah, that's, you know, so 21. But, you know, I guess to answer your question, Robin, to still find a way that just shows this team has a lot of resiliency to it. It's It's been the thing I've been most pleased with this, uh, this last month of the season. And, you know, whether we were down 17 to Wisconsin and, you know, eight to Maryland in the last five minutes and, and found a way to come back and get wins in overtime and, you know, just keep our head up, and that's that's the one thing. Uh, first half, I thought we dropped him a little bit when Iowa went up seven, and we got the timeout and just regrouped, uh, made a nice run and, and had a good response, I think, to cut it back to two and found a way to keep it close, um, you know, it, it uh, at the half, so, you know, just really Proud of how our guys continue to go out there and, and play, and finally made some toughness plays down the stretch.
2: That's it. It was maddening with every missed shot, and Iowa missed a lot of them. The way they shot because of Nebraska's defense, and they were just off. But they got every freaking offensive rebound. I mean, it was it was gross. It was gross, and at the wrong time they'd swing it, it'd be a it'd be an offensive rebound that turns into a three. And Nebraska always had an answer. Guys took turns hitting big shots, Elijah. And you just aren't used to seeing that, but you're seeing it a little bit more with this team. Their reward, have fun in Italy, right? They're going to take an international trip in July. Good for Fred, good for this crew to beat Iowa. Can they keep it going? And can some more March magic happen? You've had a lot of fun in February, Get brought back to reality by Sparty, and then you go persevere in Iowa City. Jeff Smith, Hall of Fame coach, longtime Nebraska assistant. We'll talk prep hoops and Nebraska ball next.